Here you go. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready? Let's do it. Alrighty. Yeah. I gotta close my breast bonanza window. <laughs> the one you always have open. I just always have a window. <laughs> always. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't specific to this. It was. I. I need to be listening to brass bonanza at all times. <laughs> My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, he remembers syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. It's Mr. Tim Hansen. I'm all about them sandwiches, baby. Sandwiches! A syrup sandwich? Syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Yeah, because I don't get money for my allowance, so what? It, I mean, I just steal syrup packets and make a sandwich. All right, who is it? Last three episodes, who is it that I, did, I was doing there? Kendrick I, I Lamar. Have no idea. Yeah, what, what, I'm gonna go with Kendrick. Would you say Tim? I say Sean's Kendrick Ken- Lamar. Okay, Sean and Tim are going with Kendrick Lamar. Rich, I'm just I, I I I'm just gonna abstain because I, I it would be Kendrick Lamar because it's the only rapper I'm thinking of I can think of right now because I've said him. <laughs> Pretty good guess. It was Kendrick Lamar. Uh, hey, yeah, it was Kendrick Lamar. Uh, so it was uh, ADHD and then Mad City and then humble. and then humble, humble, be humble, sit down. Yeah, quality, quality, so. quality. That's all. It was just, uh, I was in a Kendrick mood today. A little today, bit of Kendrick. Say. Yeah, a little nice. bit of Kendrick Lamar. A little bit of a Sometimes voice of generation. Sometimes it's got to be Kendrick. Word. Sometimes it's devastating to realize that Good Kid, Mad City came out 10 years ago. <laughs> like, I'd probably it, it, be I, disappointed if I knew what that was. It So, Good Kid, Mad City, it's one of those things, like, all my frame of references for how old I've gotten are music related. So, like... For example, uh, I was just talking with a uh, buddy of mine the other day about the band Thrice. And uh, so Thrice, currently, the year of our Lord 2023, uh, Thrice had a song on the Madden soundtrack for 2004, uh, which is 19 years ago, which would have been, for, for frame of reference, uh, 19 years ago in 2004, if... Madden had a 19-year-old song on the 2004 soundtrack. It would have been like, You Give Love a Bad Name. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fucking old. (laughs) Which is old. Matt, Matt, Hybrid Theory came out 23 years ago. It's devastating. Almost a quarter of a century. There are people in... There, there are professional athletes in the NBA and the NFL who were born after Hybrid Theory came out. <laughs> yep. they don't know a world. They don't know. They don't know a world before Lincoln Park. They don't know. Lincoln Park has always been around. It's, it's <laughs> devastating. Devastating to to realize how quickly we've aged. Brutal. That was it because that's what it is. Like Kendrick Lamar for me is always like, oh, it's it's you know Kendrick Lamar is like newer rap. He's not newer rap. Oh, yeah. He's been around for over ten years. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not the way it works. That's all. That's all. Anyway, the slow march 
tour one foot in the grave, the Brose podcast. Uh, towards our, <laughs> our inevitable one foot demise. In front of the other. Mm-hmm. And soon you'll be walking into your grave. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, no, that was here without a Santa Claus. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Yeah, put one foot in front. Oh, no, that's uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. It was uh, the 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 uh, the ice the, the ice wizard song when you're trying to teach him how to leave his home. Yeah, it's like right in front of the other, the and soon you'll be walking toys. out the door. Like, oh. it's yeah, it's Christmas. Oh, I don't know this. You, you Which Dragon Force album is this that you're talking about? Um, <laughs> the Misfit Toys. Look, their their new album. single, their new I single is about Beat Saber. <laughs> their new yeah. single is about a, having a song on the game Beat Saber. So they're just going off the wall now. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the award-winning Brose Podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Here's the premise of our show. I was holding the batteries. Uh, before bros, we each come to the each episode with a question that we want to ask our bros. It could be about anything. It could be about current events, pop culture. It could be about would you rather. It could be about deep emotional questions that we have. It could be about life, the universe, or everything. Or anything, even. I've had two glasses of wine. But whatever question we ask or answer, we do so with a glass of wine and a touch of mirth. And if you out there in listener land want your question answered on the air, email it to us. Brosequestions at gmail.com is where you want to send it. Brosequestions at gmail.com. But of course, before we get into any of that, we've got to discuss what we're drinking tonight. And Sean O'Brien, you're celebrating your bon anniversaire. What what are you drinking? I'm drinking Maker's Mark. Nice. Yeah, and it's uh, Feliz Thank you. And it is yes. very nice. A good way to round out. I had two beers in the last episode. This is a nice way to round out the evening. Fully get into relax mode. Just mm-hmm. loving loving life. So good. Hard to go wrong with a good glass of makers. Mm-hmm. Tim Hansen, what are you drinking? <clears throat> I am finishing off uh educated guests. It's a Sonoma Coast Pinot Noir from 2021. It's not particularly good. Uh, I've definitely had worse wine, but it's it's not good. Uh, don't recommend. Mm. Although, the fact that it's a 14.5%, I would not have guessed. Um, mm. So, I guess there's that. It's a very strong Pinot Noir. It doesn't taste like a very strong Pinot Noir. In fact, it tastes closer to water. Which, if that's what you're after, this is perfect. But otherwise, it's shit. <laughs> uh, Rich Sweeten, what are you drinking? I am drinking and poli- polishing off the uh, end of a bottle of Jersey Peach. It's a peach wine. It tastes very peachy. Peachy. I am drinking somewhat seasonally appropriate. This is the. This is going to be our New Year's... Day? Happy New Year's, Eve? everyone. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you start the... Here's the thing. If you start this episode 52 to 1 hour and 5 minutes before midnight, well, you'll end right at midnight. You'll, you'll hear us mooing as the ball drops. 
I can't think of anything more disappointing than someone to be celebrating New Year's by hearing us all go moo at the ball dropping. Yeah, forget ringing in the New Year's, moo in the New Year's. It's just, it's just, a, it's just one dude with a lawn chair in like a studio apartment going like, cheers, guys, and like taking a sip, which we're here for you, buddy. We are. Uh, the best part but- is this comes out two days after New Year's. Yeah, but it's gonna be oh. even worse when he goes back and re-listens to it. I thought I thought I don't even know what day it is. This is this is the Tuesday. This is the second. The episode of, is the second. Oh, uh, that's right. Because the thirty first is a Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Whoever that guy is, uh, unfortunately, you've missed New Year's. But you know what? That's not too bad because the New Year's broadcasting is terrible, and you can go back and listen to it. You can you can you can TiVo. These off TiVo, right? Totally. Uh, you can TiVo yeah, yeah, the New TiVo. Year's broadcast, and then you will be fine. Uh, here's my wine. It's a uh, it's Christmas. <laughs> Here it is. It's Christmas. It's Merry Christmas Red from Bellevue Winery. Obviously, it's doing great for me. Uh, what is the ABV on this one? I'm curious now. I'm, I'm, I'm scavenging the back of it to see if it lists it. Uh, somewhat unnervingly, can't find it. So... Uh, little concerned by that but it is pretty good it's a nice solid like smooth red uh pretty dry which is you know really what i'm going for my red wine yeah it's not anywhere on here i have no idea what the abv is seems like a health risk seems like it's probably violating something unless i tore it off the label or whatever um it's a cool looking bottle though look at this santa look at that santa that's an old school illustration right there what's it called again i wasn't listening it's called Merry Christmas Red. Uh, it's a red table wine from Bellevue Winery. I'm assuming it's Bellevue, California. Oh no, excuse me. It's it's Landsville, New Jersey. It's a it's a New Jersey wine. Uh, Bellevue Winery. So there you go. Bellevue. Winery. It's a front. Teams looking up. That's, that's that's North Jersey. That's a front. No, that's the shore, isn't it? Bellevue. I don't, I don't know. know. I think it's a mafia front. That's why there's no ABV. I think they it's can get away with Jersey. it. You're a fucking mafia. That's where all the vineyards are. I mean, my I'm not going to say my mom's maiden name because that <laughs> would actually, uh, uh, that could be used for passwords. <laughs> Matt, it's a 13%. Oh, that's not too bad. I mean, it's on the higher end, but it's not too bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've it's, a, it's, a bl- it's a blend of, a, of Syrah, Merlot, Cab Sav, Cab Franc, and Chamborsin or Chamborkin. Oh, I don't God. know. Never it's heard a of mix it. of like four things I love and then like one or two I've like never heard of. This is great. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. <laughs> Who's got a question? Brosequestions at gmail.com. You out there in listener land, we want your questions uh, to answer on the show the way we've answered listener questions the last couple episodes. But this time it's just a, just four bros cutting it up. Who's got a question they want to four ask? Four bros drinking someone asking questions. Just four dudes. Four bros. Just hanging out, just cutting it up, being loose. Just, just that's the thing. Like the, the, this, the conversation is the show. Like that's the thing. Like it's, <laughs> that's it's, what it'll be. That's yeah, what it'll, it, be. It'll, be, it'll just be. It'll just be four guys hanging out. It's it's <laughs> it's just a show about nothing. That was a Seinfeld bit, Tim. I am fully aware of what that bass line means. Uh, Sean, why don't you Anyway, Tim, what's your question? 
Why do people think Seinfeld is funny? Nostalgia. I, I think, you know what, Tim? I've, I've thought about it. I think the only reason, truthfully, that people like Seinfeld is because it's the best sitcom that's ever been on television. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Golden wow. Girls would like a word. Wow. <laughs> the, Golden <laughs> the Golden Girls would like to enough. fight you on site. Enough. Enough. The Golden Girls would like a word. <laughs> the Golden Girls. Oh man. One so of those influential Sicily. comedies of all time, or like Betty White said a funny. Like Betty White said Oh my a, god, a, that, that show is ahead know. of its time. <laughs> Two and a half men would like to throw hands, but also won't show up to the fight. Two and a half men. <laughs> two and a half men. I re- I re- two and a half men. No, set, set television no. Back twenty years. T- I did, that. did you hear what I said afterwards? Would like to ha- yeah. throw hands, but also won't show up to the fight. That that's oh. the joke. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh my god. I thought I thought it was a Charlie Sheen joke. That Charlie Sheen. Guys, I have I have some taste. <laughs> Just can't see purple. Yeah. So, so right. when it's Fry asked, does everything taste purple broken? for a second? Did you get that joke? I wasn't listening to you at all. What? I said when Fry asked, did everything just taste purple for a second? Did you get that joke? Yeah. Okay. Because I've also lived with people that it's like, I want purple flavors. So, like, yes, I understand <laughs> that joke. Are you, are you rolling with the Seinfeld question, Tim? <laughs> no, that was that was purely a joke. All right, <laughs> While all right, I right, stall right. for time and what? come up with an actual question. Okay, right, I have, I do have a question. I can go first. Which canceled celebrity hit you the hardest? Canceled. For me, it was Jesse, the guy from Brand New, Jesse Lacey. Super bummed out yeah. about that. That really hit me hard. Uh, it's it's a. Uh, it's a bummer that mm-hmm. he was bad. So but. Jesse Lacey got canceled, quote unquote, because of admitted slash accused sexual impropriety, basically. With young fans. Yes. So like, not mm-hmm. great stuff. Which, not to defend Jesse Lacey, his second album, they wrote a whole song about it. <laughs> yeah. He wrote a whole song about it called it's Is it one, Me versus Maradona versus Elvis? Yeah. It's one of those things. Like, oh my god, like, he's so edgy. And it was like, nope, this is autobiographical. Yeah. Woof. Woof. <laughs> woof. Um uh, that's a that's a good one because I, I do still to this day very much like brand new's music. Yeah. Um like there's certain bands like like there were bands that I listened to that like now I I still have a problem like I have a problem listening to because like like um I liked Lost Profits well enough back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> but the lead singer is a complete and utter scumbag in prison for um a, a myriad I'm not going to talk about it, myriad sexual crimes and and just violence that stretches the bounds of like human decency um and so no i'm not jonesing to hear like last train home that badly <laughs> but like with brand new like obviously i don't mean to conflate the two because jesse Lacey's not in jail like for for, for, yeah. for all i know like the, the 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 sins for which he has been accused of and admitted to 
do not rise to the level of the dude from Lost Profits. Uh, but even if even then, it would be like, oh my god, like Brand New was was formative for me as a musical experience. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that one's a that is a good one, Jesse Lacey. What other canceled celebrities hit you the hardest? Uh, for me, I, I, and I, I think you he's not. It was a temporary thing because it turns out that like the person who was saying shit lied. Uh, it was uh, Chris Hardwick. I, I knew I, you were going to say him. I also I had a feeling. Right there. I just teed yeah. that up for Richie. Yeah, I mean, it was I. That was like that hit me super hard because I looked looked up to Chris Hardwick. I was like, what he has, what he does, is what I want. Like, I want to be like him. Not necessarily be comedian like him but like i want to host tv shows i want to have successful podcasts this that and everything else and i thought he was genuinely a funny guy i I liked him i liked his shows i liked everything he did um and then when it turned out like oh allegedly he uh abused his ex-girlfriend and this and that and blah 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 it was just like it it i spiraled like it set me down a path of like bummed out depression of like wow this person i've looked up to for so long is a shit person. Great. Um, and then turned out, oh no, she lied about everything. But like his content just never got back to what it was before then. And a a lot of his friends abandoned him. And so like, it was just none of the stuff that he did was like really ever the same. I don't know if he like really does stuff still anymore ever since. And it was just like, it was a bummer to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy shit, he's 52? Yeah. That blows my mind. Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought he was like late 30s, early 40s. No, he's 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 I'm not not up not old, not up there and like he's he's older. Like yeah, he's almost 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I did not know any of that and I was like who the fuck is Chris Hardwick? And then I looked him up and I was like how did I not know his name? <laughs> as soon as his face popped up, I'm like, "Oh, I love this guy." Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm too cynical to be, like, wounded when somebody gets quote-unquote canceled or found out to be, like a, like, a bad person. Like, I generally just am, like, I have a layer of, I don't know. Okay, like a layer of layer of jadedness, a level of a layer of cynicism between me and the people that I like. There was a baseball writer back in the day named Jonah Carey who, you know, and this is one of the like you can't just go off of somebody's public persona kind of things. Um, came up as a very you know affable and 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 genial guy on every podcast I listened to. I liked his writing. He was a very statistics based baseball writer. And then, boy, I want to say like seven or eight years ago, he got uh, accused and arrested, accused and, and convicted of like beating his wife uh, on a regular basis. And I was like, oh, shit, Jonah Carey. Like this really like and also like kind of a nebbish dude, like seemed kind of small, like not like a particularly aggro like sports dude. Like this wasn't like uh, Napoleon Howie Long or like stereotypical sports guy like that's the name of the game kind of guy like this is just like normal dude like maybe a little bit on the quieter side and then it's like oh he beat his girlfriend or beat his wife so maybe that one but i think that was also the one where 
like it also set me on the path I'm on where I'm like, oh, okay, well, freaking Jonah Carey is a monster. There's probably <laughs> most of these guys are like, or, or, or I should say, not that most of them are, but like, don't get attacked. Like, there's a decent chance you don't know these people. Everything mm-hmm. is a performance, essentially. Like, as far as like what they what they are putting out there, whether it's a musician or a, a host or a writer, is what they want you to see of them. Like, to mm-hmm. and, and to extent, like, look, we host a podcast. It's just the four of us, you know cutting up nonsense basically uh we we do it for fun but like we're still performing to a certain degree like it's still like this is what we want is what we feel comfortable with letting other people know about us and so it's the same way with other people who are in the creative arts uh you know this is something that this is what they want us to see we only see what they want us to see uh and so like you know it's all a performance to a certain degree these are this is i am jaded about the idea of authentic authenticism Am I the, is mm-hmm. of, of be, the idea of being authentic in art because like you're always sort of performing or preparing for a certain type of audience and so i think the jonah carey thing probably set me on that path where i'm just like all right i like this person but if i find out they're a shithead like all right like it's it's sort of like the you can't hurt me if I'm expecting to be hurt like that kind of thing like <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah. that kind of that kind of cynicism where I, I've decided to apply it towards like you know celebrities as opposed to like romantic friendships or or serious emotional relationships where I'm like I just don't trust I don't know Bill Burr <laughs> like <laughs> you know I apply it to that instead so um, I don't know Tim. What was a cancellation that that hit you particularly hard? I don't know. Largely, I don't care enough uh, for any of these things to hit me that hard because mm-hmm. either I don't actually care about the person, uh, and I'm going to enjoy the. What music. about that whole Ben Burnley story? Uh, you continue supporting through all that. I'm just kidding. Well, when, he fi- when he even fired his entire band. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, Why that, not? That, no, no, no. I, I, I was making it up. I just I decided to pick him out and say like, "Oh, you didn't hear." <laughs> The one most consistent aspect of my personality. <laughs> with the FBI, with the FBI, yeah, with the FBI called Ben Burnley Island. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, first one that came to mind was just Kevin Spacey because I enjoyed him as an actor. Uh, and I was finally getting into House of Cards just for, <laughs> just for him to be written out of the show entirely. And I was like, but, but <sighs> fuck it. I give up. Um, because at that point, if, if you're forced to write out a character, the story is never good. So I just, mm-hmm. I, no, I wasn't going to watch it. Um, but also I still don't care. It's just like, okay, I don't get to finish. I'm not going to finish this show. Not, I don't get to, it's still there. I'm just not going to do it. Cause I don't care enough. Um, and the only other thing I could think of was when people were looking to cancel Chris Pratt um which time yeah any of them because it's just like almost any of the things i've looked at it's just like you are look you are looking for a reason to attack a person like that that, it seems like you might sometimes not be always liberal (laughs) yeah i mean it's like hey i i yes broken families are weird things but if you're like I'm I'm just thankful for my wife and my 
you, you are literally talking as a result of a current event and thing talking about your current partner and or wife and saying i love i love my wife i love my healthy blah, blah 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 because of a thing and it's like oh does that mean you don't like your disabled son you know the yeah. disabled son that he has yeah. openly supported spends a fucking lot of time with and like clearly fucking loves it's like you are just looking for shit that's not there knock it off stop it yeah like not everything is a slight sometimes it's just someone being thankful for a thing but you can be thankful for a thing and not have to talk about all of the other things that could potentially be related. Just like knock it off. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. So, I mean, that's the only other thing I could think of. Um, but also, I don't, I don't really care. I don't really if you're shit, per- if you're shit person, it's just like, Oh, well you suck. Mm-hmm. And then I will just stop. Unless I am very passionate about the material in which I am conflicted, which most I, I'm not. I don't give a shit about Harry Potter all that much. I don't clearly didn't give all give all that much uh, about House of Cards. Brand new is fine. Pantera is fine. There are random songs that I will occasionally listen to, but I have not listened to their whole, whole discography. If Pantera, Claudio Sanchez I, I sort of ca- I carve out a specific uh, like category for Pantera for some reason I'm, like, I'm okay with it even though I'm like all right Phil Anselmo seems like a kind of unsavory like a, character for full on prick and I yeah for some reason Pantera gets by my all of my sensors where I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah because I think it's because his in his music he's an asshole too. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's not—he's not—he's not tricking us. It's not like he's in like, every song. He's every single yeah. song is "I'm gonna kick your ass." <laughs> yeah, he says when he's singing about love. One of the adjectives that he adds to it is "fist," scar, break. <laughs> yeah, love fist. Like yeah, falling in reverse is is Radke kind of an asshole to people. Yeah, but also not trying to hide it. Always kind of been that guy. Um, but it, it's. Like, all right, he did a dumb thing. Artists throw shit into the crowd. Someone got hit with a mic stand. Yeah, I'm going to make a joke about it. Uh, an, a, an SA claim that from someone who has tried to do the same thing with seven other artists, that's a non-starter. Uh, and ultimately, unproven, nothing came of that, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, I don't care. It's also music. If you give me something concrete, if you give me something that it's like, yeah, oh no, this person actual asshole. Like, yeah, no, I I love a handful of Thirty Seconds to Mars songs, but uh, also, fuck, I forgot his name because Jared Leto. Sh- yeah, Jared Leto fucking sucks. He does. It's <laughs> a terrible human being. So <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I, I had no idea. No, no, no. Oh yeah. He said that he, the, ten years ago when um, Russia invaded Crimea, he said that that nice thing about Ukraine at the Oscars. So it's. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So his sex he said that, cult he said and that all for, the other things he, that he's done with sexual assault—that's okay. <laughs> but he was thinking about Crimea that one time, and he said it on <laughs> TV. Sure. And he said, "For anybody in Crimea who's who's watching us right now, as if the people who are getting the shit bombed out of them were watching the Oscars." Ah, uh, so his kidnapping assault's cool. Yeah, well, because he was in Dallas Buyers Club. Got it. So it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and also he wrote the uh, kill. So uh, obviously <laughs> everything else is 
What about what about attack? Come on, man. <laughs> I think that song was on Madden too. Uh, <laughs> I think it was. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So I don't I don't care enough. That's that's it for me. Uh, any other there, canceled celebrities? Sorry, go ahead, Rich. Was there ever a celebrity that got canceled that you were like, yeah, I, I figured. Louis C.K. Uh, yeah, Louis C.K. Oh, That's such a gimme. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. There was, and I like uh, Louis there... C.K.'s comedy too. I'm, I'm not gonna be like, oh my, like that, that. That's one thing that I think people do. Like, they go a step too far with certain creators or brands, and like they're like, if they realize they're morally or ethically bad, like they they go a step further and say like their content isn't good. Like Louis C.K. was funny um, back Correct. in the day. Yes. The reason I bring this up is. Um, because I remember this is a while ago, back when um, the the first, like second or third wave of backlash against Chick Fil A came up, because Chick Fil A, you know, was supporting you know anti LGBT causes, and there was a sentiment growing online like it's oh it's not even a good chicken sandwich. I'm like, stop it, <laughs> knock yeah. it off, don't lie. The reason don't the lie reason, about it. <laughs> the reason why it's a problem to boycott is because it's a good chicken sandwich. It is a sacrifice, a sacrifice, quote unquote. But there, that's therein lies the issue yeah like you don't you it was enough to say that chick-fil-a supports on un, you know untenable causes you didn't have to go a step further and say that their sandwich is bad same thing with louis ck like it's enough to say that he's a slime ball of a human being you don't have to go in and say well he wasn't that funny in the first place yes he was yes he was, he was. He was he very was funny he's just crack. a scumbag he's still yeah. funny like he's yeah. still very good at comedy i'm just not going to support him like that's that's it yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a he's not a savory person yeah. He's just he's done bad things in his life. So. Mm. And the type of bad things that I, I don't particularly I'm not keen on associating myself with. So yeah, Louis C.K. is my pick for like, yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course that guy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a good pick. Mm. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. That Donald mine's, Trump guy. Mine's, yeah. <laughs> that Trump dude. Uh yeah. mine's a uh, mine's very niche. It's uh he was he uh was Somebody who worked at and hosted a couple of shows for Critical Role, the D&D show, um, who was also engaged to one of the uh, cast members, Brian W. Foster, who was engaged to Ashley Johnson. Um, yeah, it turns out he, he uh, and I feel bad for Ashley Johnson, he was like abusive to her and all this other shit. And they have now been, they've now split up and she has a restraining order against him. And he has been straight up canceled from the community and from everything that he used to do. Uh, Critical role deleted everything that had him starring in it uh, off their like YouTube channel and everything. I'm just like, yeah, I just got that feeling from him the entire time. Anytime he was on an episode of something with them. Hmm. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. No, I don't think... I can't really think of anybody because I think the what hits me the hardest is when it's such a, like, reversal. And you're like, ah, mm. dang mm-hmm. it. I thought you were one of the good ones. And then you find out yeah, they're yeah. not. And you're like, ha. Makes sense. Yeah, because you start from a place of, like, a generally cynical place of all these people are probably jerks. And then when mm-hmm. some of them is then then you know it, it's, there's no news article. It's like breaking jerk acts like a jerk. Uh, yeah. You know it's it's always the yeah. other way around. It's like perceived nice person acts like jerk. 
Like that's why Ellen the, the Ellen was it? Ellen DeGeneres when she uh oh, yeah. then, you know, all the all the stories were coming out however many years ago about how terrible it was to work on her show. Like, but Ellen, but she dances for everyone. Isn't that great? <laughs> she's <laughs> so dances. nice. Look at how look at how much fun she's having. So and she didn't give it she yeah. didn't give her audience humpback whales every week. That's bullshit. She's no Oprah. You get a whale, you get a whale, and the whole crowd goes, Yeah. Huh? What? I don't want to fucking whale. Where am I going to put this? I don't know. They're talking just like, whale. Yeah, she said whale, right? Uh, anyway, uh, who's, who's got a question? Who's got one? All right. Let's see how long we've been going. I'm going to check to see how long we've been going. 41 minutes. We're 41 we're, minutes. We were talking. We were not. We were dicking around for like nine minutes, though. So I think we're all right. Yeah. Um, what? All right, I got several questions here. You guys want a fun one or a serious one? Serious one. And it's not even like serious, like dark, like just like. Serious one. You want a serious one? Yeah, because whatever question I come up with is going to be fucking stupid. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Here we go. Joe Biden recently signed an executive order requiring that large companies that work on AI share their safety test results with the government. This is a good idea. See, this is kind of, I don't know what safety test results are. Yeah. So so this is, it's been, it's been weeks since I wrote that question down. Uh, So, (laughs) so there is, here's, here's, um, Here's what I would say. Because so basically, the government is requiring that companies that work heavily with AI share the the test results. They, they basically do test results to make sure that they're, the AI is not going out of control or giving people like dangerous ideas or or maybe not even dangerous ideas. But like, I don't know enough about AI as a subject to say like, okay, here's specifically what they are testing for. But basically, it's just to make sure that AI it's to, to avoid the Skynet scenario essentially. Um, government is now requiring via executive order that companies share the results with uh, the government. Uh, presumably, uh, other governments like China are not uh, forcing companies to do this right now. So my question is, is it a good idea for the government to make companies do this because eventually you know, we're going to regulate? Here, here's here's basically the, the reason why I bring this up. This is new technology new-ish technology that is advancing at a rapid rate. And the question becomes, okay, we've got to wrangle it here. We've got to, yeah, you, you know, we got to, we want to put some caps on and make sure that, you know, we don't get to a, a point where AI can start launching missiles or turning off, you know, certain systems inadvertently, you know, for, for healthcare purposes or what have you. But, by overregulating it, do you risk falling behind China, Russia, maybe not North Korea, but like companies that do not have the United States best interest at heart uh, in this new frontier? Uh, and, you know, because you're requiring all this government regulation. Is this, uh, look, I'm going to admit, sort of a half baked question idea, but I heard this on the news and I was like, it seems like this might have unintended consequences to just be like, all right, companies are going to share safety uh, information with the government. This might slow down the rate of development of AI. Is that a good thing or not? 
I guess well, let's refine this a little I, bit I, more. I should we, I, should we slow the refinement of AI or not? Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I don't. We should regulate AI. I say definitely. when I say we, I mean the United States of America. I think I think the United States of America. Uh, anyone making AI, anyone around the world should regulate AI because we you're you're it, it, you do need to make sure that. Although it is far from getting to a point of AI take over the world scenario, it's it is getting to a point where you can use it to you know write TV shows and have a, a digital actors act as the actor themselves, which is why Hollywood was just on strike for the past year to fight that stuff. There Part needs to be there needs to be regulation to protect human jobs from being lost to AI just on the matter of money 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 security. We want to use AI because it's going to be cheaper. We want to use AI because we then don't have to pay AI to do a job that we would have to have 10 people do. Uh, yeah, but it's the, it's the U.S. government, and I have seen their interviews of tech people, and they don't know what the fuck is going on. So I think it depends on... This is, that, that, that is another part of this. Like every time, every time there's like a hearing of like Mark Zuckerberg shows up to Congress... And it's a bunch of old fuddy duddies going like, I don't know how to get my notifications to stop going off. And it's like uh, they don't know any better than. Do you does the TikTok the does the TikTok have house? access See? to my Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. Does and, it, does the TikTok use so the internet? I don't think I don't think I trust the government itself to have any meaningful sort of relationship with AI. But I think that the government could employ some sort of contractor that knows what the fuck they're talking about because I do think, because I think the only, the ways in which we would fall behind Russia and China are like nefarious ways, you know? Yes. So I think, I think like us also doing bad stuff because other countries are doing bad stuff. Isn't, is not how I would like to live. Which it is not how I would like to live, but in a counter Less in a, like, we can launch nukes with AI now or circumvent your nukes with AI now. And more to prevent, like, more as a self-defense mechanism. Because, like, mm-hmm. admittedly, I also would not like to live in that world. Uh, <laughs> a very anti-interventionist kind of thing. If we get to the point where Russia and China develop AI to the point where it does threaten our national security, you know... It's not going to matter whether or not we liked, whether we prefer to live in a certain way or not. The fact of the You're matter right. is, is that now our national security is threatened. Yeah. So, so ultimately, what's going to come out of this is, it's going to appear that the government is trying to put restrictions and control on something, and all they're actually doing, or or potentially putting us behind someone, and all they're really going to do is making sure that it is not corporately available put it under a government funding gag order or contract, and then they will have that. Or it is being developed under some defense contract specifically for our government. At no point will that stop, because either the government is going to be 
bad at said regulation and it's going to continue anyway. Someone is going to be working on it as a side project outside of their own personal company. Or, like I said, the the government is going to subsidize it and use it for themselves. Um, and I'm, I think my my uh, a good case in point. I and I may be remembering this incorrectly, but I know at one point there was a federal lawsuit um, for some crime, and they were trying to compel or force Apple to uh, to give them access to someone's phone. And Apple was like, they had no. gotten to nine and guesses on the password. <laughs> they couldn't get to the tenth one or well, wipe well, the phone. Well, no, well, well, they were trying to force Apple, and they were like, no. They went through the legal challenge. They lost the legal challenge, and it's like that's fine. We hacked it anyway. So it, the entire point was they knew they could hack it, but they wanted a legal precedent so they could get all that access because that's ultimately how the government works. Like if you think they don't have these, act- and, and this kind of comes back to previous conversations we've had on privacy or the expectation privacy is the government knows like it you you think too highly of yourself that you they're after you but if they want to be they're gonna um is kind of it like privacy is an illusion and the more connected the entire world becomes the less it actually exists um so, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to cause us to be significantly behind anybody. Um, it's just that we aren't going to know about it until something blows up. And they'll be like, no, 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 don't worry. We stopped it with our own thing that we said we weren't going to develop. Don't worry about it. Yeah, That's, I, that's it. And you, you brought up, like, the, the government interviewing Zuck and, and whoever else. And, yes... The people who did those interviews are morons. However, I, I those 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 were the people that stood out. I there are people in the government that do know what they're doing. There are people in the government that I do like know you. tech. There might not be a lot of them. Yeah, but the there Congress are is dumb, but NSA doesn't give a fuck about the Congress. This is. This is emergent tech, though. This isn't like this isn't like Facebook. And like so, I'm I'm saying like if the precedent is with with established technology that's been around for a while, they have no enough people don't have any idea what's going on that it's the meme. The on emergent tech, but people who know what they're are, doing are, are not working for the government. They're working people who for are, ChatGPT. Yeah, for the AI for the AI companies. So I think you have to you have to like make. A council of people but, who know enough about AI to make these calls, mm-hmm. but that's never going to happen. Usually. Correct. So, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's why it's a nothing burger, and it's just a posturing effort. And if anything, someone from the NSA is going to be like, "Copy us on this email, and then we're going to do things that you don't know about." Like, and, and what sucks is that sounds like. What I hate is that sounds like conspiracy theory, but it happens. We have evidence that this has been happening for so long. I'm not saying aliens are real, though they probably are. I'm not saying that absolutely every conspiracy theory is real. But if you think that our government has not been doing like stealing technology and hacking into things and avoiding 
any right to privacy that we actually have, then you're fooling yourself. Ted Snowden's still in exile for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. His friends call him Ted. That's why I do it. I was going to say, is that is that a joke on Ted Cruz's oh, name not actually being Ted? Teddy Snowden. It has nothing to do with Ted Cruz. This is genuinely, Tim, this is the first time I've thought of Ted Cruz in like two years. Uh, <laughs> I just I, saw a tweet that his name wasn't Ted, and I was like, what? That's right. It's, it's, that's not his name. He's got a Hispanic first name, doesn't he? It's like Rafael, Rafael Eduardo something else. And it's like, so it's not even a T. And he's no. like, I go by Ted. And it's like, but you... You're the one pushing legislation about people have to use their real names? That's Are right. you shitting me? That's right. This Canadian father. Look, uh, look sometimes, sometimes you just like a name and you want to use it. My buddy, my buddy's first name is Shahed, and when we were in high school, he told everyone, or elementary school, he taught everyone to call him Rocky. Sure is my name. Sounds like just, a shithead. <laughs> sure is my name Zacchaeus Casnell, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I, I went to Korean students who who definitely weren't actually named Philip oh yeah. or other things, and it's like, yeah, I get it. Oh yeah, my yeah. old neighbor uh, is native Vietnamese and gave us a name, uh, the name that she was going by. Can't remember it for the life of me. And then one day, her mail got delivered to our house by accident, and I was like, oh, I'll be able to know her name. And I looked at it; it was the Vietnamese name, Vietnamese name. Excuse me, and I was like. This actually doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you, it's it's awkward when you're a child calling somebody by their dead name because the U.S. government forced them to change their name to an Amer- to an English name and not by their Vietnamese name when they moved to the country. Hmm. And my entire life, I'm used to calling them whatever their original name was from Vietnam that their parents gave them. But then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, my name's Brendan now. I'm like. Mm-hmm. No, that's not your name. Yeah, I, I got my citizenship, I'm, so my name's I'm, Brendan now. So is that by their choice or that the government forced them to do it? Because those are two different things, and yeah, one of those is not a dead name. Because yeah, that yeah. sounds like it's their choice and not the government forcing them to do so. I, I, all I know is that they changed their name from their Vietnamese name to their to their English name. Okay. Yeah, because they chose to do so. So yes, you are dead naming them. <laughs> but it was like, that has uh, nothing to do with the government, Rich. I thought they. I had to, for some reason, I the government doesn't give to, a fuck what your name is. Apparently, Ted this does. Isn't, this isn't <laughs> Ellis Island I mean, anymore. This, this might have happened like at Ellis Island because I remember I, I have family members who dropped the Z from their right. last name. Uh, I have family members who used to be named Syriac C Z I, and then they dropped the Z just to make things easier when they got to Ellis yeah. Island. Um, well, excuse me, not Ellis Island. This is after Ellis Island. But, um, yeah, but the no, Deetses were Deech. Yeah. But, they just like, they're like, I don't understand how to say that. So it's Deets now. And they're like, okay. Yeah, that's fine. But that's Ellis Island. That's a completely a different period of time. Like, yeah, it, it, nowadays, I don't think Uncle They Sam, changed everyone's fucking name. I think name. it would be a gigantic problem if it was found that the government was making somebody with a, a native, like, a, a foreign name be like, you're Jim. Uh, I think it would be a huge. I think it would be a huge problem. Ta yeah, 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 bra, yeah, bra. But that's just me. I'm a white guy drinking my my Merry Christmas wine, <laughs> positing on the state of the immigrant situation in the United States. Anyway, any other thoughts on AI? <laughs> no more thoughts. 
No. Here it comes, man. Here comes what? AI. Are we turning your corner on AI? Yeah, turning the page. Yeah. We're putting a pin in it. That's what we're doing. We're putting a pin in it. Oh, you can't stop it. You can't put a pin in it. It's always going. What if I program it to take a pin? It's going to remove the pin because it knows Great. it goes against its progress. Great. Clippy's now a pin. Come on. I just got used to having Clippy yeah. there. Come on, guys. It looks like you're trying to suppress my rights. Would you like to reconsider? Um, <laughs> you said no, so I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Beep boop. Would you like to save your progress? Because it's the last progress you'll make. Tur- uh, turns out t- turns out, uh, Clippy was an insurrectionist and was on the Capitol on January 6th. He was just making... <laughs> Clippy was like, I was just taking the tour. I was taking the tour. <laughs> Peacefully going from room to room, wondering where Nancy Pelosi was. Uh, <laughs> I needed her autograph. Can I just say... I heard she was trying to write a letter and I needed the help. <laughs> can I just say that even to this day, in spite of how atrocious it was for our country and how atrocious I felt that day that insinuating that people were at the Capitol on January 6th is still one of the funniest things to me. Like just picking out a <laughs> random person and being like, yo, they were at the Capitol. Like it, it's wasn't without question. One of the funniest. Wasn't things that, wasn't that an ongoing joke for our fantasy league at one point? Like you we were saying that Vince was at at the one Capitol of our, or some shit like that. One of the team's names in our league is Release Vince's documents. Um, <laughs> and yes, we we had a we have a long running joke that Vince was at the Capitol on on January sixth. Um, Seems legit. There's a there's a conspiracy minded righty uh, defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, or at least there was until recently. He was fired in Jack Del Rio. And uh, I remember making a joke uh, a couple of years ago. He was like really seller. He was dapping up a player on the sidelines. And it was like, Jack Del Rio is uh, looking at Jonathan Allen like he's an alternate slate of voters being sent to the Capitol to save democracy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, nobody thought it was funny, but I did. Uh, all right. That's all that matters. And that's all that matters. I entertain myself. Tim, it looks like you're having trouble with your lights. What's your question? I'm not having trouble. My programs are work- working as designed yeah. that all of my lights turn off at midnight. Yep, routines. Um, yeah, routines are great, which means that in the other room, brown noise is playing so that I should be going to sleep. Uh, that's fine. I normally turn it off because I'm not going to sleep anyway. Um, question, question. Sure, I thought of a question. Hmm. Um, oh, I'm just putting my chip over my bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna make one for the next game <laughs> or for the next recording session. Four corners and see if I can get bingo. Yeah, see if anyone can. No, any no. listeners out there want to make a bingo card for Brose? Uh, that'd be funny. I'd enjoy that. <laughs> it would be great, be Charlie. I'm looking at you, bud. Come on, buddy. Um. I don't know. I feel like it's just been a very nostalgic week for me. Um, after after looking at my my Spotify rewind uh, and of extreme consistency with essentially just five genres that are essentially the same thing with very minor changes, Taproot, and being a top Breaking Benjamin, and being a top fan of Breaking Benjamin, mm-hmm. and then Fallout Boy. And I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Um, I mean, Fall Out Boy's great. It's just I didn't think I listened to them nearly as much as I did 
Polyphia or anyone else, but whatever. Um, uh, and then like after all of my 2023 stuff uh, went away, it's like, hey, do you remember Trivium? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> so this week has been a lot of Trivium. Hell yeah. Uh, and I've been having decision paralysis of watching new shows and new animes uh, after finishing uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. So I just started watching Band of Brothers because that's like my comfort series. <laughs> Weird comfort series, but that's the show that it's like I just the, the mini series from like twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on HBO. All right, I just want to make sure I had the right one. It's like seventeen years ago, but it's it's been a while, man. Was I'm looking at that show. Yes, he was. Yeah, and he's he's the asshole. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> two thousand one, twenty two years ago. You were correct. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Schwimmer is there, and he's a douchebag, and then he's, like, written out after the first episode, and then comes back in towards the end, mm-hmm. still a douchebag, but now outranked by the main character who he was trying to fuck over. Um, so, like, has anything had you, like, feeling real nostalgic, or or you, you've just returned to a really nostalgic thing recently? I guess is my only question, because I can't come up with anything yeah. else. I've started rewatching Avatar The Last Airbender. Nice. Nice. It's one of my favorite shows, and it is so... It's it's a show that I've seen enough that I can put it on in the background, and I don't feel like I have to watch it. Like, I can just catch, I'm like, oh, this is that cool part, and then I'll watch, you know, like, uh, Toph bending metal for the first time. That's dope. And then I'll go back Oh, such a great scene. Yeah, and then I'll go back to doing work. She's like, I'm the greatest earthbender in the world. And I'm like, yeah, you are. Straight facts. And uh, yeah, so I've been going back to that. And I think uh, also um, uh, the Great British Baking Show. Mm. They just finished their most recent season. And I'm and I one of the few things that brought me joy during the pandemic was baking and that show specifically had a big influence on that. So I watched a ton of that show and then started baking because of that. And that was like one of the things that I did to keep from going completely insane. Great British baking show is the ultimate, like I watch my wife watching that show and I'm like, Oh man, I don't can't believe you're watching this. And I'll five minutes in, I'll be like, I can't believe they're glazing the pie with that. It absolutely does. Within minutes, I've got an opinion on things. Like <laughs> Paul Hollywood, you were being too too yeah, critical yeah. of this wonderful yeah. pastry. My, that what, bottom yeah, was barely soggy, Paul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simmer down. Yeah, come on, man. You're being a little bit harsh. You're like, oh, it's a shame about this crust. Uh, <laughs> the quality show. Quality show. Also, they're so good at baking. All these like quote unquote amateur bakers are making like artisanal it's it like preposterously artisanal stuff yeah. like i know how to make caramel who the fuck knows how to make caramel yeah. what do you do during your day i'm a stockbroker know how to make caramel what <laughs> check out my meringue who yeah. the fuck knows how to make meringue i'm a chartered accountant and also i can make like a three-story mince pie that looks like my favorite childhood scene <laughs> now that i can't do yeah mm-hmm. that's a good one so what's interesting is uh, a little bit of a cop out here, but 
uh, my mother gave us a bunch of children's books from when I was a wee lad. And my daughter has now been picking them out off of the bookshelf. So uh, among them, so we had some seasonal books. Like one was like Little Witch's Big Night, which was a Halloween book. Uh, Spots First Christmas. Uh, and it's weird because they're books that like, if you told me today, like if you had asked me two years ago or even like two months ago, hey, did you have a book called Spots First Christmas? I would have been like, no. Uh, and then the moment <laughs> she, she started, and tonight, for example, she picked it off the bookshelf and was like, I want to read this. And I remember looking at it and it's like one of those little like pull out the flap books and there's like a little surprise under the picture. And I'm like, I know what these flaps look like. I know what's under the <laughs> flap. It's been tw- 32 years since I've looked at this book. And I know what's under the flap. If she pulls the flap, I'm like, oh my God, that's right. This is the scene where Spock gets a blue collar. Um, and it reminded me like just of a very, a very innocent time as, as a youth. And she's been, she's been getting that a lot with like some of the books she's been reading. Like, oh, the, the big one is she really started getting into other places you'll go. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's like a, you know, a, sort of a cliche book to get for like graduations and things like that. But like, I remember now reading that book when I was very, very young, my mother reading me that book and like the last page of the book, I very instinctively like there's a, a scene, the, the very last page of the book is like, so whether your name be Buxbaum or Bixby or Bray or Mordecai Allen Van Allen O'Shea or something like that. And she would always add another line and be like, or Matt or Alex, you're off to great places. Today is your day. Uh, and so I started like instinctively first time it came up, I'm like, or Jordan. Uh, and yeah, she, yeah either way, she's like, oh, of course there's a Jordan in this book. Um, but like, obvi, you know, obvi. Uh, so, but it's getting me very nostalgic for those very early days of like sitting there reading with my mom, uh, you know, especially like Christmas morning. Cause now like last year was my daughter's first Christmas, but this year will be the first one that she's like really, really cognizant of. Like she's identifying, you know, Christmas characters like she's pointing to snowman and saying frosty she's pointing to santa and saying ho ho like Mm -hmm. that is getting me nostalgic for like the first couple of christmases i had at at my house growing up and you know just that 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 sense that sense of wonder uh and and that all that so the books have been nostalgic the time of year has been nostalgic for me uh all all of that has, has sort of reminded me of like my my youngest youngest years when sort of i was looking at things with like a a very naive, like doe-eyed kind of look at the world. It's not a cap out. That's fucking adorable. It's it's, mm-hmm. dude. It's so sweet, cute. She's such a sweet little kid, man. <laughs> she's such a good kid. Also, uh, shout shout out to Mama Kaz, Avi. Avi, Mama Kaz, uh, a lifelong interest in in that kind of reading and like, yeah, I, those those days, yeah, man. I hope to recreate as much of that as I can with, with Jordan. I will never be able to call your mother by her name ever. Like it's just <laughs> going to be the most awkward thing in my life. She always didn't, she, 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 she was opposed to it because it sounded like mama Cass. And for some reason she didn't want to be associated with mama Cass. And I was like, look, it's, that's it's fair. Over. And I said, look, it's over. Like it, I've been doing this for too long now. You can't, you can't back out of this parking spot. You're there. You're mama Cass now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sorry, but also not sorry. Not at all. No. Uh, Rich, what have you been nostalgic for lately? Or what has made you nostalgic? Oh, God, I have to come after that, Matt? Jeez. I mean, we can make Tim uh, go again. I've, well, I mean, uh, uh, Rich, I'll give you a second. So, Sean, 
we're talking about Avatar. Mm-hmm. I have to get your perspective on this because I had this conversation with uh, Dave, Dave Forget and Tim Bulger and Dave and I had very opposite perspectives and Tim was just kind of like, I don't know. At the end, uh, when Aang is fighting Lord, uh, Fire Lord Ozai mm-hmm. and like great fight and then is just getting his ass kicked and he turtles up. Um, he turtles up into the stone and he's just getting blasted, 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 and then gets thrown into that spiky rock that hits him in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes into the avatar state. Yeah. Is him going into the avatar state slash rage mode and just fucking up Ozai a choice or an accident? I think in the world of avatar, there fate exists so he was meant that was meant to happen so accident so the reason the it's an accident but like it's it's like the force balancing itself so the 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 re and i was just like yeah i mean but it was an accident and dave was very vehement vehemently like no 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 he chose and then he chose to drop out of it and i was like i will agree that his force of will had him drop out of the avatar state so that instead of killing him, he could do the turtle lion thing and steal his bending that I will 100% agree about, but going into that state was by no stretch a choice. It is an instant instantaneous reaction. Well, no, we couldn't, he, he was able to go into the state, but because of an accident, because the, the, the stone hits him in the right spot to unblock his chopper or whatever. And then, so because that chopper gets unblocked, he's able to access the avatar state again. But it is because of an accident that he's able but to. Is it, but he, it, cho- he chooses to go into it, but it's because of an accident. Does he? Yeah. Well, now I have to rewatch it because, I was, because my memory of it is just like, it hits his back, he goes into it, fuck shit up. And then he's like, but I don't want to kill you. Because when he's in the Avatar state, he's just going to kill Ozai and fuck him up. So he has to overcome that to not do that, Mm -hmm. which is what he was always trying to not do, which would have been like an avoidant, avoiding the Avatar state if possible. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, cool. Maybe I just have to rewatch it and maybe I'll have a new take on it. Hey, Rich, did you come up with an answer yet? Oh no! Trust me, I had an answer. It's just oh. it wasn't as emotional or anything as Matt's. So well, there you go. Hopefully, um, I palate I, I cleanse the palate enough for you. Uh, I've I've been rewatching King King of Queens, um, all right, on Peacock. Uh, I recently got Peacock. Uh, well, not even recently. Probably back in like uh, before the strikes happened, I got Peacock yeah. and was able to start rewatching. Uh, office and um, what was it the office and uh, uh, Parks and Rec and then uh, King of Queens and I feel like there was one other one that was like an older show that I used to watch and I never got to watch uh, so that's gotten me a little nostalgic as well as you know just being at PAX got me nostalgic of being back at, at conventions in general I miss the convention atmosphere even though it can sometimes be quite a lot with how many people are there and whatnot. I still miss going to them so much. Um, 
but yeah, that that that's that's had me in a nostalgic state. If you've got Peacock, you have to watch Below Deck. That's that. No, the yacht, the yachting no. show. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I promise. I started watching it because my brother had it on when we were just laid over with them on our travel south at one point, and I was like, "This is dumb." It is such a good show. <laughs> it is fantastic. I promise you it's great. Yeah. I hear it's good. I just don't like reality TV. Neither do I. And I fucking love Below Deck. Big Brother, uh, fuck out of here. Everything else, fuck out of here. Road Rules, eh. Real World, <laughs> eh. Below Deck, hell yeah. Nice. Survivor, fuck out of here. Any more questions? I think that might have been it. I was it, right? No, I, I don't think I asked a question. Oh! No. Wait. I, I commented about your celebrity that you were like, oh, yeah, I saw that. When, um... On on Sean's, but I never actually asked a legitimate full question. Wrong okay. answers only. What'd you get for Christmas? Nothing. Oh, Timmy. Tim's front wrong teeth. Answer. You said wrong answers only. I know. A PS Vita. Oh, a nice, Vita. nice. Damn. Nice. What, what games did you get with that? What about a 3DO Jaguar? I got whatever Persona game came out for that. Guys, he said wrong answers. Persona oh fuck! I, I ruined your Christmas Persona already. Damn it! Gold. <laughs> uh, what'd you say, Matt? What'd you get? Uh, I said Tim's. Front said a jaguar. Teeth. I said Tim's two front teeth. I only said the jaguar because Tim because Sean brought up the PS Vita, so I was like, well, let's pick some more obscure video game systems. Uh... <laughs> Do you know how much a jaguar is now? It's absolute horseshit. That's why I got a it's more expensive gift. than the actual car. It's like two hundred fucking dollars. I almost had one for like twenty bucks, and then the guy uh, from a yeah, coworker, a and then he payment. looked up how much it costs. He's like, "Listen," I was like, "Please, come on! You already said twenty dollars." Philips CDI. <laughs> Commodore sixty four. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I Ma- Matt. How's that? Uh, how's that arcade cab that? Uh... Uh, yeah, that you've way. been wanting to get. It's totally on its way. Uh, totally something that I've got room for, and that I've that uh, that would be a good use of my money. Um, yeah, it'll go right there where the kickboxing pad is. That's where it's going to be. So we'll be hosting Marvel versus Capcom tournaments down here in the not too distant future with my nice. gift that I definitely one or got. two, whichever one you want. You know, I because oh, I it's two. just. I've never played up. the first one. I only know the second well, one. Well, the cab that I found that I totally got, because this is a real question, the wrong answer of which I, uh, you know, for the, the cab, has all of them. Has all of those games. All of them? They all of them. They yeah. got two. They got the first one. They got all the, like, X-Men games. They got all of that shit. Oh. You know what, Matt? Just for that, I'm getting you a Sega Dreamcast just to supplement your collection. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Just add a Dreamcast down here. It'll be fun. No PS2, but definitely a Dreamcast. That's fine. That's fine. I want that little spiral thing. I don't think I ever, I've never had. Uh, uh, I got I got some loaves of bread for Christmas. Nah. Oh no. 
Yeah. It was, was funny. Sorry. My mom Santa said coal isn't good enough. Let's get exactly. this motherfucker bread. Yeah. Exactly. It was funny that my mom uh, was texting me. My mom was texting me. She uh, because she just buys off of our Amazon wish list. She's like, "Did you update your wish list?" I'm like, "Yeah, but honestly, I don't really know what I. I just don't care this year. I don't really know what I want. I'm just not feeling feeling it." She's like, "But you have a lot of books on there. I didn't know you read." I'm like. Well, I'm trying Damn. to read. <laughs> like, you can read. I, I, I did got a great four... series for you, by when the way. I, I read four. Read? <laughs> exactly. I was like, I read four books this year, Mom. Relax. Yeah. Be nice to me. <laughs> I, I... Well, next week you'll get another book that you can try to read. Wow, I get a book. I yeah, I can't oh, yeah. read. I can't. It's, wait Ray, read. it's a Ray Didinger book because I can't I did wait not, to I don't read Rich's copy of Unfinished Business that he doesn't want in his house anymore. <laughs> Give it to me instead. Or finished business. Oh, me. once you're. Yeah. Uh, all right. That was my question. It. Quick one. Yeah. Have we all asked one? We've all asked one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I think we have. I think so. I thought Rich yeah. had already asked a question, and I was wrong. So, oh. Uh... Yeah. Anyway, if you're listening to this and it's midnight now, it's not New Year's. So uh, <laughs> it's a different day. It's not New Year's. You're a little late for Several New Year's. Several days Happy after New Year's. Day. Happy get back to the office day. No national holidays. You should be back at work. The Brose Podcast is available on all major podcasts and platforms, though. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can. We're on X at Brose underscore podcast. We're on Facebook at Brose Podcast, and we're on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want to answer us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Vogel Art Shop on Facebook or at her storefront on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for plugs. Rich, plugs, handles, etc. Find me on the website formerly known as Twitter, where you're uh, at B underscore Walnuts. And you can check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts, where I'm video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, and PodQuest. Find that where podcasts are available. And PodQuest. <laughs> and PodQuest. There's, we're out this. All right. There's that There's that thing, too. Uh, 40 years, PodQuest. 100 years. Uh, Sean. <laughs> uh, you can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Hey, it's SOB. And you can find me throwing Frisbees at OB Disc Golf pretty much everywhere. How about you, Tim Hansen? You can find me on Fika Twitter uh, at Tim R Hansen. Probably trying to see what kind of Szechuan sauce I can get from people, or get Mountain Pepsi to make Mountain Dew, Citrus Cherry, Game Fuel, and all around all time flavor um, instead of being fucking impossible to find for its limited release and making me a sad boy, uh, but also a happy boy that it exists, but sad boy because I can't get more of it. Are there different? Yeah, kinds, that's it. Are there different kinds of Szechuan sauce you could be getting? 
Are you talking about I don't, different I brands? I mean, just the one. Szechuan Szech- sauce from McDonald's is is just like that limit. I was I was going off your Rick and Morty joke. Morty, Morty. thousand years, Morty. Szechuan sauce. Uh, yeah. You can follow me on X at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. And it's a new year, so you know what that means. It's time to ring up the sales for Alex Casnell and the board of directors. Got to start those New Year's sales by getting the EP parachutes off of Bandcamp.com. You can also go back and get his whole, the, the band's whole backlog, uh, the discography they got, uh, the album. Uh, nothing is everything matters. Nothing is important and everything matters. Um, everything is important and nothing matters. I'm getting the next one. See, here's the problem. Alex very evidently. Uh, name this in a naming convention after an album by the band Enter Shikari. Nothing is true and everything is possible. Uh, it's everything is important and nothing matters. That's the name of the album. So I'm getting those mixed up. It's everything is important and nothing matters is the name of the album. But he also put out the Parachutes EP, uh, which came out in December. Uh, and of course, uh, also has a couple of singles out there. You can get all of that at bandcamp.com. You search for Alex Kazan on the board directors. You can also get a sweet t shirt as well. Noise. You can get multiple nice. t-shirts too. You can't just limit it. It's not limited to a t-shirt. If you want to buy more than one t-shirt, it's not going to be like, no, sir, you can't have more than one. Uh, Highly like, recommend because then you can be like, oh, you don't know about Alex and uh, yeah. Alex and the board of directors? Yeah. Are like, you man, kidding me? It's a big thing. Like, yeah. What are you alluding They're bigger than the Rolling Stones. I mean, Alex is bigger than most of the bands and than most of the members of the Rolling Stones. He's like seven foot four. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Say goodbye. I, I gotta find the letter Alex wrote me because <laughs> he literally put is like you could wear this cool shirt and be like, what do you mean you don't know Alex Castell, the board of directors? Yeah, Al- Alex can get away with writing very little to me, where he's just like he puts a like, good work. Sincerely, Alex Castell, and he sends me a shirt. Uh, yeah, big day from from the day we're recording. It's, it's mm-hmm. January by the time you're all hearing this out there in listener land, but. The album actually comes out today. Uh, you know, it's it's past midnight uh, going into December 9th. and that's the day the uh, the parachute CD comes out. It's very exciting, big day for Alex Casnell. Not only for Alex Casnell, but also for the board of directors. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everyone. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action News team. Moo. 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 My name is Matt Kesno, reminding you all to be smart about being stupid.